You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and today I am in Singapore. It is the last day of the FIT Conference the Fit Summit in Singapore. We have had a wonderful, wonderful time here learning about um, the, the business of fitness. And so I'm here, I'm doing two sessions today. I'm going to be on a panel for two sessions today. But while I was here in Singapore, not far from Singapore, is a country called Malaysia. And my friend Jeremy Ng is here with me. I met him in, uh, where did we meet? Hong Kong initially? Hong Kong. So we're Hong Kong initially. So we have a distributor named Kevin Rushton in Hong Kong. And so Kevin works with my friend Jeremy. And so I got to meet Jeremy and he's helped me out at conferences. I did a conference in Bangkok and he came up on stage. He worked with me there. Uh, I saw him later in China and did preparing personal trainers that are looking forward to becoming um NASM certified. So he basically does what the NASM instructor team here in the U.S. does in multiple countries. So with that being said, I'm going to stop talking about Jeremy because Jeremy knows more about Jeremy than I know about Jeremy. So Jeremy, welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. And well, my name is Jeremy, the NASM master instructors in Asia. And Jeremy, how long have you been doing what you're doing? Uh, more than 10 years. Okay. All right. Yep. Fantastic. So what I know about you is that, first of all, you speak multiple languages, so you're able to go in various different uh, regions within within Asia. Uh, what are some of the countries that you go into and you help kind of spread the NASM uh, content into? Well, I think, first of all, my my mother tongue is not English, so I actually started learning English when I was 22 years old. What? But that's right. <laughs> so, and then um, since then, I started picking up English, and then especially working in the in the gym and fitness scene, and you know, all the information was actually English. Okay. So that's when I started picking up, and yeah, long story short, and I I was actually traveling around, especially China. Um, Hong Kong, Malaysia, Singapore, teaching NASM. And the one part that I felt really, really amazing was when I was teaching in China. And I'm yeah. still teaching, but guess what? 20 over years of learning how to translate Chinese at the back of my head into English. And then guess what? When I'm teaching in China again, I have to switch it back. I have oh, to relearn. Oh, that's so hard to do. Yes. Now, is Chinese the first language you learned? Yes, that's right. Okay, so Chinese is the first language, and then what are the other languages? You and speak? then I speak Bahasa, and then when it comes to English, and then when it comes to um, Chinese dialect, we have Cantonese, we have Mandarin, then for then we have Hokkien, then we have Hakka, then we have Teochew. You can stop. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> and do you, do you understand and can speak a little bit in those? Yes. Yes, I I, I can. Amazing. Oh my gosh, that's so incredible. All right, so you know what the instructor team at NASM does uh, here. So in the States, what we do, you do here in Asia and throughout Asia. China's a big market for us. Yeah. And the work that you do with Kevin Rushton 
is is huge. So you're you're a big part of what NASM does internationally. What are some of the things that come up internationally? Questions that that students have, like when we're teaching workshops and people ask questions quite a bit. Like, what are some of the big questions that you might get asked that that you need to talk about? Well, the the questions that's being asked here can be as specific as CPT six textbook, page 196, the third line form sentence. Can you explain to me why is that so? <laughs> I, okay, so I've taught in China a couple of times. He ain't lying. That's so true. They would be, if you say something and they're like, I, I heard you what you said, but that reminds me on page 197, there's this line and that doesn't sound the same. And I'm like, why do you know that, first of all? Um, but I think the other thing, too, is that whatever is in the book is very, very, very strong, like hard. It, there's not a lot of wiggle room. So if they read it, that is the answer. So uh, you've heard me say multiple times on the podcast, the phrase, it depends. But it depends doesn't go over well here. And we're like, but this said this in the book, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I think that really got me, you know, really dive into the textbook, especially now we are switching from CPT 6 to CPT 7. Yeah. Really diving into reading sentence by sentence, checking all the notes and points to make sure that we as instructors delivering the same latest information that NASM wanted to launch throughout right. the entire world. Right. Uh, when when a lot of people learn NASM, and we're native English speakers, a lot of times learning the content in the text seems like a different language, even though it's in English. How challenging is it for for people here when, especially like if they have English text and they kind of have English as a background, they're learning in English, they're testing in English, but now there are these concepts like uh, proprioceptively enriched environment and arthrokinomatics and all these things. And like for us, we're like, I've never heard those words before. That's not English English. So what? how is that with people and the translations and, and their ability to understand these concepts? And I think, you know, words is word, sentence is sentence, and information is information. And I think that boils down to our responsibility as instructors to convey the message to our audience. Nice. You know, like, as an instructor, I believe that regardless how complex the information that we read, it's, it's also test our ability to translate the message to, you know, in the simplest way. So, you know, I don't care how much you read and how much you know, if you can't convey the simple message that we want, the textbook wanted to, to our audience, that's our problem. So, yes, agreed. And agreed. I think that also comes, comes down to the live experience and the live workshops that I have been thriving for. I know, yeah. For the past two and a half years is that, you know what, instead of me spending so much time in front of the screen and explain, this is what it means by length tension relationship. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm, it means by, you know, um, atherokinematic. You know, just get yourself, stand up and then let's demonstrate yeah. a movement. This is what it means. You know? Yeah. Yes. I and, love that. Yeah. I miss that. Um, also, I like what you said about breaking it down to its most simple form. And in many ways, Jeremy, I, sometimes I feel like I'm a good teacher because I'm not necessarily a good student. 
And when I can learn a concept, it's because this might be complex, but I have to break it down for me. I have to break it down so that I understand it. And then my ability to do that allows me to then disseminate that in an easier way, a way that which I learned it, that maybe somebody else can learn it. Um, and then people can relate to that message because of the simplicity of how it's presented. So uh, all of this stuff, all the education, all the things, and everybody's like, all right, well, you're super educated here. But I can tell you what, like none of that process was easy for me, Jeremy. None yes. of it was easy. But my goal with that is perhaps I can become a better teacher because I'm understanding and breaking down concepts so that I can get it. And then this is one of those moments where I say, if I can do it, you can do it because I break it down for myself and disseminate that. And I think that's very important for a teacher or an instructor to be able to do. Yes. And I think running on your point, that's exactly what, what am I in this teaching um, you know, hat is that I can read, I can learn from the textbook, but I, I couldn't remember it that well yeah. and unless I teach. That's true. Right? That's true. Teaching is the best. Yes. You're the best at learning when you're teaching. And, and that's a big deal too. We talk about in education, the flipped classroom. So giving a concept to a student and then having the student teach the concept to the class. And let me tell you what, if you're giving that, if you're given that responsibility, you now have to learn that information because yes. you're going to teach it. Yes. And we become better at it when we become teachers. I have people ask me like, how are you so good at anatomy? And I was like, because I teach it. <laughs> That's why I'm good at it. But not because I have to be good enough to teach it. I'm good at it because I have to keep replaying it. I have to keep re-saying it. it comes out of my mouth. So I have to draw on that continually. That's right. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with Jeremy Ng. He is our um, master instructor with the, the group with Kevin Rush and his team. And, and Jeremy has been doing work for NASM and helping to spread the word uh, throughout where we are currently in Singapore. Uh, the next door neighbor, Malaysia, and then throughout Asia, and in particular, China, yes. right? So here's some other things. What are, what are some of the challenges that, that you might see uh, from different um, territories, different areas? And another challenge that I see is that um, as you as you go through the process, you're, you're getting your, yourself certified, but you're not ready to teach and coach clients. Right, yeah, oh yes. yeah, oh yeah. We see that a lot with people that, and probably a lot of people that are listening to this right now. So what, what do you do with that? How do you help handle that? So after the, after the live workshop that we have, we actually offer a, the students to come back to our facility and to actually go through the mentorship process with us. And, you know, as you, as you go through the live workshop, it's, it's great information. You have great experience in learning, but it's so much for you to digest in that two or three days. And the mentorship basically just come in, spend time with your mentor and all of the men all of the mentors at my facilities are NASM certified trainers, CSPS, oh, yeah. and they have been doing this and helping me throughout the the workshops for a while already. So we actually put them through the process of hey, come in with case studies, come in with your real clients. Smart, yeah. And yes, just show us your program design and just explain to us the rationale behind your program design. I love it. 
I love it. And then from there, we kind of challenge the thought process. And since the, the students is there, might as well let me be your third case study. Oh, so they do this on you? Yes. Nice. Yes. So that's, again, that's, that's how we, we try to help our students and the participants to make sure that they are job ready. So not just having the cert on their hands and you know, start shouting that I'm a, I'm a certified personal trainer come and train with me. Right. And you know, we, we have to be better than that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And I think we see this a lot on our end too in the States where people get certified. I've had so many people reach out to me, Jeremy, and they say, uh, I'm, I'm a certified trainer. I've passed my test. I'm scared to start training people. I feel like I don't know enough yet. And I just posted two days ago. Um, so when, whenever you're listening to this, so it may not matter that I said this, but two, uh, two days ago I posted uh, throughout Twitter and onto Instagram a, a quote and it just said, learning is messy. So go out and learn and make a mess. So like sometimes you just have to not be perfect. And there can be something we refer to as paralysis by analysis. We keep analyzing and analyzing and is this the right thing? And, and then we get so caught up in perfection that we never make any steps forward. We never do anything. We're, we, we build fear within our ability to actually produce things. So ultimately, here's the thing. Like if you are not going to hurt somebody, then just start working with people. You got to practice. And it may not be perfect. Listen, I, I don't know about you. For me, if if you said, hey, remember so-and-so that you trained uh, 18 years ago? And I'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did some of the things with that person that I did and the way that maybe I used to train when I first started. I think all of us, right? Yes. Right? Yep. You just go, oh no, let's not talk about me when I was a young trainer. Uh, but that's where you are. Yes. And don't, don't be afraid to be new. Yep. But also like you're giving the students the opportunity. Don't yep. be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to reach out for, to a mentor yes. to work with you. And I, and I think, you know, another point is that we are providing you with a safe environment to make mistakes. Yeah. So we yeah. are here to guide you. We are here to make sure that you are making a safe mistake. And, you know, to be honest, we, are, we learn from yeah. making mistakes. That's right. And that, that will make you remember it. Yes, it does. Right. Yeah, when you mess up, you're like, oh, don't do that again. Yes, no. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I, I want to say thank you so much. I know that uh, that this is going to be a short one today, but uh, I just wanted to to make sure that I got, you got an opportunity to meet my friend Jeremy and you know, learn about some of the work that he's doing throughout Asia. And he's one of my absolute favorite people. And when I found out you're going to be here, I was so excited. I'm so happy that you're here and I'm happy that you were able to sit down and have a conversation with me. If, if you can let people know maybe um, it, social, how they follow, sure. if they have questions, things like that. Sure. Thank you for having me here, guys. Yeah. Um, my, my social handle is Instagram is Jeremy NCS. 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 Correct. Then once again, thank you very much for having yeah. me here. And I, I would love to share this quote to end this podcast. Right. Uh, so I, I picked it up from from internet and then I, I found that really useful. And it really forced my foot down on the ground, especially when I'm te during my teaching. Um, it, it says this, wrong is wrong, even everyone is doing it. Right is right, even no one is doing it. So if that 
all back to our training principle, I think that would give you guys a clearer pathways to walk down to this road, although you are the lonely one. And guess what? You are lonely at that point in time, but don't forget, you have us here to support you guys. Very well said. Jeremy, thank you so much. You. I appreciate it. And I want to say thank you to all of you that are listening. Uh, like, subscribe, share, and leave a comment. We'd love to hear back from you. Uh, you know, I, I want to say thank you so much. You can reach out to me also if you have questions. On Instagram, it's at, at dr.rickritchie, or you can, of course, send me an email, <laughs> rick.ritchie at nasm.org. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep inspiring people to fitness. Thank you so much. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast. <laughs>